106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I do appreciate it very much. We've got lines open, 303-477-5600. Margie has a question on smart meters. Real quick, though, before I do that, the question of the day to get all of you thinking. And I know this is going to be, a, this is going to be one that really you're going to have to think through a little more than normal. Okay? This is, this is not your typical uh, you know, drive radio question of the day. But I've got a few suggestions, so I thought, why not? Let's just go here. Give me a car or a truck that you know from looking at it was most likely copied from something else. So name a car or a truck that you know was likely copied. The, you know, the, the designers most likely copied it from something else. 303-477-5600 is our phone number. Margie, you are next. Go ahead. Who, Mar- Margie? Hello, Margie. Hi, how are you? Good, how are yeah, you? My, good, my boyfriend just called in about the smart meters. But I had a thing because, you know, you're using your uh, electricity to charging your car at night. What about the people who aren't and need to drive at night? I don't think everybody's going to be, like, helping out the community like you are. No, and then, in some cases they will be, to your point, some will be charging during the day, some will be charging during the day whether they're in a – you know, a house, an apartment building, you know, those folks that work at night, some some folks will be charging at work and using it during the day. So, no, you're right. I mean, and it will, it, it believe me, this is a, a topic that I don't think most politicians that are pushing this agenda, which you guys all know I am not for. The free market needs to drive whatever happens when it comes to electric vehicles, and we need to stop pushing it from a governmental standpoint. Uh, that I am 100% against. If the free market wants to own one and, and people want to buy one, so be it, Margie, and we'll deal with it as we go according to how many get bought, sold, and so on. I do not want these things you know, mandated like we've done in certain states, like Colorado even, to where X amount of sales by X amount of time are going to be EVs, or California by, by 2035 will have no sales of regular gasoline or diesel-powered vehicles. I am not for that. That is totally the wrong way to do this. Yeah, I'm in agreement because with this now, I figure just like with gas going up, they're forcing us to buy electric cars, you know, all this, and then they're going to force us to have a meter. Now, I'm reading on next door. it says uh, the EMFs, the electromagnetic frequencies, yes. uh, can affect you with this thing. I mean, I don't know. Next door is trash door. I mean, but it makes you. <laughs> I'm glad we have the same opinion of next door, Margie. Oh, it's trash, but I'm looking at it, and there's a lot of stuff about the meter thing. There is, and, and I think that, you know, if, if you're somebody that is susceptible to those sorts of frequencies and things like that, then, 
you know, you may want to take a, a closer look depending upon where that meter is mounted and so on. Although, Margie, this is where I think it gets sometimes a little conspiratorial. Your cell phone is going to be doing exactly the same thing the smart meters are doing as well. So I don't know exactly what the electro, you know, frequencies, you know, magnetic frequencies and so on of the smart meter are, but I know the way they communicate will be no different than your cell phone. Just like Better Call Saul in that movie, they had that guy with the uh, electromagnetic and he went crazy from it. But we all have that anyway. And if you're, but I just, uh, I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, I am not on the left at all. No, me neither. And, uh, you guys all know me. I, all, only thing I am, Margie, is I just want to make sure that even us that are on this side of the aisle, that what we talk about, share, post, you name it, I just want to make sure we're accurate. Nothing makes us look more yeah. crazy than when we do things that are not true and or are a stretch in truth even, because that's what the left does all the time, and I don't want to be that. I want to make sure what we do is accurate. Now, one more thing. Uh, they say it's a 5G, yes. this meter. Yes. Are they going to be recording every time we go to the bathroom or what news No, we they can't do that. What they're going to be sending data back and forth on is what your energy uses are during different times of the day so that, again, either you personally or – and this is where it does get a little bit dicey and I'm not in favor of, but you know it's coming. Eventually, they'll mandate certain things as to what can be used at certain times. They're going to record all, and bring all this information in. Now, is that in our lifetime, Margie? Probably not, but will it get to that point? Yes. Yeah. I mean, what? I can't wash my clothes when I want to? Yeah, they'll tell you when to do certain things. That, I do believe, is coming at some point. But again, this is one of those things where just like any other technological advancements, you don't have any control over it. It is what it is. Ah. I'm glad I have 20 years to live only. I'm glad I don't have kids in this world. Yeah. I but, do. Well, thank you. Thank you, Margie. Yeah. No, appreciate it very much, and I appreciate that, and, and I fully understand where she's coming from. Eric and Aurora, you're next. Yes. Um, copied cars. Yes. Uh, 1980s, the Opal GT, nicknamed mm. the poor man's Corvette. You got it. That's a good example because that really did, I think, the the whoever designed that car just took a Corvette Stingray of the day and mini- miniaturized it. Yeah. Yeah, they were a sweet car, though. They were fun. They were just, you know, because I, I, most people don't know this, but that was the very first car I learned to work on when I was, you know, 13, 14 years of age. And uh, we had an Opel, we sold Opals at the time, had an Opal mechanic or one of the best dealers in the country, actually, for Opals. So I learned at an early age how to work on those. They were sweet, tough to get in and out of, and low power. Yeah, yeah. And my, I, I broke my teeth on an Opal Manta. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember those very well. So. Yes. All right. You have a good day. You bet, Eric. Appreciate it very much. That's the example I'm asking for. Name a car or a truck that was copied, most likely copied, from another. And you can typically see that, oh, there's a lot of styling similarities between that vehicle and the other. For those of you that don't know, the Opal GT, much to Eric's point a moment ago, looked like a miniature Corvette. They were a two-seater a lot more compact than what the Corvettes were. I mean, it was hard to get in and out of a Corvette. The GTs were even tougher. And it really did look like the Germans, the Opals were a German car, really did look like the Germans just looked at what the Corvette was and, for the most part, copied it. There were a lot of differences, so it wasn't just a complete, you know, let's copy the car and make it. I mean, it was a four-cylinder car, didn't have near the power the Corvette did, 
they came in, I think you could get automatics and standard transmissions at the time. Most of the ones I ever drove had standard transmissions. They were not the greatest car ever built, although there were some folks out there that they had, the, you know, that car had a cult following and some people just loved that car. And, and you know, some folks owned more than one. But, hey, teach his own is the way I would say. Joe and Conifer is up next. Joe, welcome. Hey, John, how are you doing? I'm good, sir. Welcome. How are you? Good. All right. Good. I got two for you Okay. on question of the day. First one was the 60s Volvo sedan. Okay. Uh, what did they mimic? Looks an awful. Uh, the 46 Ford sedans. Okay. Just shrunk down a little bit. Okay. Second one is the FG, original FJ40 Toyotas. Yeah. Uh, yep. Looks an awful lot like a military Dodge Power Wagon. They, that and a, and a combination of that and a Jeep, which if you think about yeah. it, Joe, because of World War II, a lot of those vehicles were left behind. In my opinion, all the Japanese did was took what we left behind, redesigned it a little bit, and there's the FJ40. Yep, and it was basically a 292 Chevy made metric. That's all it was. Motor. You could even yep. take the distributor out of a Chevy and put in a Toyota. And actually, when you did that, they worked better. Yeah, and that's why the 350s fit so well in those. Things. That's right. Great point. Yep. Great point. That's a great. That's a great one. That's exactly what I'm asking for. Good one, Joe. Yep. All right. Thank okay. you very much. So, guys, that's the question of the day. What's a vehicle you know most likely? was copied from something else. And I've said this for years. I'll keep saying it. I'm not against Asian vehicles any way, shape, or form. They built some great vehicles, Toyota being one of them. On the same token, Asians aren't known for innovation. Sorry, I'm just going to say it like it is. They are not. They copy a lot of things that other manufacturers do. I'll give you an example of one on the road today. And yes, it's a great vehicle, not knocking it at all. But if you go look at a new Toyota Tundra, tell me that's not a GMC Denali 1500. At first glance, even, you're like, is, is that a Tundra or is that a GMC? I'm not exaggerating. Go, go look at some of the new Tundras that are coming out. Next time you see one driving down the road, and then go look at a GMC Denali. And I say GMC more than I do the Chevy version because the front end and all of that of the Toyota, of the, of the Tundra, looks very, very similar to what a Denali is. Look at the side of the vehicle. I followed one down here today, actually. I already had this question of the day picked out, so maybe I was more observant of that. But you, you look at one even from the side, and you're like, hmm. Is that a Toyota or is that a Chevy or GMC? So that's an example of what I'm talking about. So that's the question of the day. Uh, Virginia and Fort Collins, you're next. Uh, am I on now? You are. Okay. Um, I wanted to call in about the smart meter. Sure. Um, actually, there's a movie called Take Back Your Power, and I'm in that movie, and I won a lawsuit against the FCC on August 13th of 2021, and this is through the Children's Health Defense Council with Robert Kennedy Jr. Okay. And, and it's about the health effects of wireless radiation, and, and everybody can look that up. And, yes, these things are very dangerous, and um, it has been proven on several occasions. And the radiation, the fire hazards, there's all kinds of things that are wrong with them. So I urge people to look those two things up. I will do that. I didn't know about that movie. I appreciate you telling me that, Virginia. I did not know that. 
You betcha. And make sure you look up the uh, lawsuit. Um, the FCC claims that they are a spectrum allocation agency. They are not a health agency. So right True. now they are going through the evidence on it. Uh, you know, and what you just said there is exactly right. All the FCC is doing is regulating the frequencies themselves. They are not the health department. Correct. Yep. You're 100% correct on that one. You betcha. Well, you bet. Thank no, you very Virginia, much. Virginia, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I did not know that, and I will look that movie up, and I will watch it, and I will look up your lawsuit as well. Mike and Aurora, hang tight. We're going to come right back, get your get your call and a, a suggestion for a question of the day, which I'll take all of those I can get. So any of you that have suggestions, I'll keep adding those to the list. And, again, lines open, 303-477-5600. Ask any question you've got for us. And also text line 307 200 8222-307-200-8222. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home, or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate, but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. What's in a name? For Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the name perfectly describes the -the state-of-the-art veterinary medical facility that we trust. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, trust is why we have chosen Lone Tree Vet for all of our pet's medical needs. They provide a wide variety of medical and surgical services and utilize state-of-the-art methods, protocols, and technology. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, you can trust the medical team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. We all know that making the decision for our pets to have a medical or surgical procedure is not always an easy one, but at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they understand the hesitation and anxiety that accompany leaving a pet for any type of procedure. Whether it's a spay or neuter surgery, a laparoscopic surgery, or a complex orthopedic surgery, the professional team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is dedicated to making your pet feel comfortable and special. If your pet needs medical care, call 303-708-8050 today. That's 303-708-8050. And for more information, visit them online at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. 
but you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. 
me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Mike and Aurora, you are next. Yeah, John, you're right about Japanese copying other designs, <laughs> whether it's... Uh, um... <laughs> Sorry. It's just, I mean, yeah. Mike, it's the truth. It's apparent. You can see it. You can see it in a lot of the vehicles that are even on the road today, and you start looking at different things that they have, and it's like, oh, wait a minute, time out. That looks just like such and such. Yeah, but they also did it with watches and cameras. The one thing they did have since doing is to make it better more reliable that's true i'll give you a, i'll give you an example the uh, uh in the early 70s the Datsun 240 260 280z cars always reminded me of the long hooded uh english two-seater oh, yes. cars fiat yes jaguar xke aston martin db5 oh uh, it just reminded me of those um and then more recently a reverse twist your your favorite your least favorite SUV the Bronco and not mine either. It kind of reminds me a copy of the Toyota FJ Cruiser which preceded it. Yeah, I can't it. argue that. I can't argue that. Um, but I like the Toyota better. But and, well, anyways, um, I'm sure there's other other designs out there that uh, that are steals. But I can't think of it anymore. <laughs> All right. Good one. No, Mike, appreciate that. That's Thanks. great. Thank you very much. No. Uh, lines open, 303-477-5600. Question of the day is, give me a car or truck that you know is most likely being copied from another vehicle. 303-477-5600. Robert and Thornton, you're next. Thank you. Hey, Robert. Hey, how are you? Good. Hey, the reason I'm calling you is I got my personalized license plate recalled, said it was offensive, and it's the name of my two vehicles I've owned for the last 11 years. I went from 11 to 17, and I've drove probably a total of 80,000 miles in both cars, never had a problem. There was one person that had a problem in uh, 11 years, Mm -hmm. and when I tried to call up to talk to the person, the first thing they asked me at the state is what's your ID number on the letter? And I said, well, there's no ID number. And then I asked them about the person's name, and they said, well, we can't really find it. And so they supposedly looked around, couldn't find it, called another time, another day, and asked for the person by name. And they said, okay, well, I'll have to try to find that person, which her name is Sarah. I won't give the rest of her name, but anyways, uh, it took a little while. It probably took three days to get a hold of her. And then she said one person found it offensive. And so everybody that I talked to prior to that, I asked them about how to appeal it because I thought it was a bunch of baloney because it's the name of a car. You know, I'm just saying that so that way you, I guess you've got the license plate in front of you or the, number, the letters in I front do. of you. See? And, I mean, it's a stretch because, I mean, it took me a while. And finally the lady called, and when I called her and got a hold of her finally after three days of trying to find her, she said it was offensive, and she said, well, this is what it means, or this is what somebody took it for. Yep. And, you know, I, 
Uh, and you know, it, it's funny because here, the three of us during the break, Charlie mm-hmm. looked at it, Larry looked at it, they didn't see anything. I looked right at it and said, oh, yeah, I can see why that one would be a problem. And, you know, 11 years, but what's kind of weird about it, too, is they tell you that there's a form in there that you can fill out to get a new license plate to get it changed for free. There was never no form in there. There's still, you know, and it takes forever. Nobody's really gave me a good place to go to appeal it. Interesting. Okay, so so currently they've recalled it, which means that's not a current registration or what? I, I've never, I've never known of anything like this to happen on an individual basis. So I've never been walked through this, Robert. Is is it like now a not a not a valid license plate? They won't renew it when I go to renew it I in see. August. They said. I see. So it's good until it's renewable. Right. I see. Okay, and, and by the way, I have no problem, you know, sharing with everybody. Or can I share the letters or no? No, that's fine. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to share all the letters with this, and you guys all out there can think through this, and I'll tell you what I first saw when I saw it. I mean, I know what this is meant to be. It's it's C-H-L-N-G-R, Challenger, which is what most people would read that. On the same token, if you have other ideas of what's going on in the world and maybe you're a lot more sensitive to things, you could also say that's chill the N-word. Right, and that's ridiculous. I mean, you could say anything about anything that you want True. to. You know, in 11 years and probably 80,000 miles in two different vehicles and only one complaint, and it's the car. It's, yeah, it's, you know, well, and it, well, it's probably not the—well, it, it is the car's name, Robert, but we live in a day and age where everybody's offended by everything. Right, and they need to get over it. I mean, where do you draw the line? I mean, you I can't can, argue that. I mean, I, I can't, although I'm not the state. Right, and so to me, I ought to be able to find a, They ought to be able to be able to tell me easily where to go, how to do it. But everybody, oh, it's this one. Well, you contact them or you email them, you get nothing back. So it's basically a, a, a catch twenty-two. You know, you, you should be able to have due process to go to court to fight something like this, but. It's ridiculous to try to find the right person yep. to get to to go to an appeal. I agree. So are you dealing with DMV, the county clerk? Who? Are you, what's your first point of contact here? It's the DMV where the license plates renewal. And you might, because yeah, all of that, I know, in, misconception on all of this is, yes, DMV handles these, but technically these are all done through the Where's clerk's the office. I would go to your local, uh, you're in Thornton, are you in Adams County, or where, where are you? Yeah, I'm in Adams County. I would go to your Adams County, uh, go to the main Adams County clerk, wherever that is in Thornton, uh, in Adams County. I would go there next is what I would do. Okay. Cause then when they that, were that's saying, the highest in the food chain there, by the way, Robert. So it wouldn't be the Department of Revenue? Because, I mean, that's where they're telling me in the letter it came from the Department of Revenue. It probably did, but I would go to the clerk next because they're your main point of contact. Typically speaking, even I, I don't ever go to the DMV to renew. I always go to the clerk's office. Okay, so I guess I'll go there next week while I'm off and then see what well, Here's what I do know with the clerk. They will at least tell you what you need to do, what forms there are. You find the right supervisor or somebody there. I know that getting this done is never pleasant, but I will tell you, I have a lot better luck and it's a lot more pleasant going to the clerk's office than it is going anywhere else. Okay, well, I appreciate that because I was wondering if you ever had anybody with the recall. You're right. Uh, you're the first ever. I mean, I've I've heard of it publicly. I've never had anybody in all the years, twenty some, you know, twenty five years of doing this. Robert, you're first. Okay. So, would you like me to let you know what I find? Yes, out? I would love to. Okay. Well, I'll keep me posted. Here in a couple weeks or so. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate that very much. So, Soren, you are next. Go ahead, Soren. Hey, uh, you know, the Japanese do steal designs. Uh, they stole the design of the. Humber and put it into the FJ Cruiser. 
What year cruiser, Soren? The the two thousand uh two thousand models. Gotcha. They took and stole the Hummer design and put it in there. Gotcha. Good and example. Then the, and then and then Chrysler stole the Rolls Royce design for their th- for the Chrysler three hundred. They stole the Rolls Royce Phantom design. The, that one they're very close to. You are correct on that one, Soren. Yes, good one. Good examples. And then, back in, and then back in the day, Chevy, GM, and Dodge were all competing, and they almost all had the same design for their pickup. They did. That's very true. All the square bodies are very similar to each. You're correct. Yep. Good one. Good one. Soren, thank you. Thanks for listening. Craig, Wheat Ridge, hang tight. John and Lakewood, you hang tight as well. We have a line open, 303-477-5600. Before that, somebody did send this in on the question of the day. Know someone who has two Genesis. That's the high-end Hyundai, by the way, if those of you don't know. Because of the logo and the car resembles a Bentley, to folks who don't know about cars, people will tell this fella, nice Bentley, and he'll be like, thanks, man, and not tell them anything different. That's what I'm talking about. Name a car that you know is based up upon somebody else's design. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns? Are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical, heating, and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You had no clue that your headlights were so dim until it started getting darker earlier. And then you realized you could hardly see anything while you were driving home. Extreme Auto Repair will restore your headlights at a reasonable cost without replacing them. Just by clarifying the lens. Don't drive when it's that difficult for you to see the road because that means it's harder for others to see you too. Headlight restoration is more affordable than the alternatives such as replacement or a DIY kit that takes forever and costs nearly as much. Only replace your headlights when you need to. When Extreme is done, your headlights will be functionally comparable to a new car for a reasonable price. Keep yourself and others safe on the road and avoid getting a ticket by calling Extreme Auto Repair right now. 
Set up your headlight restoration and routine maintenance at 303-841-1071. That's 303-841-1071. Or you can write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. All right, going back a couple of calls ago to Robert that has the license plate recall. I have an answer for you. You may not like this. But I do think it would work. We need to change the G in what people would refer to as the G sound, which G's can be G or J. We need to put a J where the G is. So we need to make it C-H-L-N-J-R. And I'm guessing you'd be able to fly with that if that has not already been taken. That's what you will have to determine next. And I think, again, the county clerk could probably help you with that to determine, can you just do the one-letter change and go from C-H-L-N-J-R? Because we just want that J- we want that challenger sound anyway. So see if they'll change the G to a J, and maybe that would work. Might not work for you, and I understand where you're coming from, but I think this would be a fix, and you could still keep that license plate. Hello, Hello? John. Yeah, uh, on that quiz for the day. Yes, the 1956 Packard and the Soviet era limousines that they used to have in all their parades. Oh yeah, good point. So which one and was then, first? Uh, oh, the Packard was. Yeah. So then the Soviets <laughs> copied it, of course. Yeah, I think the Soviets were in the 60s, and uh, the Packard. Actually, I thought it was a pretty good looking car. I, I don't blame them. Well, and, and again, uh, John, you know, there's no secrets here. Communism does not generate innovation, so they had to copy something because they have they have no incentive to innovate. Yep. So they just copy. A uh, couple others I got. Lincoln got sued. I think it was by Bentley not long ago when they came out about ten years ago because of similarities in one of their cars. Oh, that you know and, what uh, I did I didn't know that, but that would that would make sense. And then uh, Opal really kind of marginal for copying because they were owned by General Motors at the time. So true. Well, anyway. yeah, yeah, there was a they didn't own all of it, but yeah, to your point there was a stake in the game there, so there probably wasn't yep. any they probably wouldn't have had any kind of lawsuits or anything because it was all under the same umbrella. Yep. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Good point. No, that's a good point, John. Thank you for that. I I I had 
Should have remembered the Opal situation along those lines, but thank you for that. Craig and Wheatridge, you're next. Hi, John. Hey, Craig. Hey, one that comes to mind is the, the last generation of the Ford Fusion before it went out of production. The front end resembled that of an Aston Martin, but the reason for that is when that body style came out, I believe Ford owned it. Yeah, that. you're probably right. Yes, that makes sense. Yep. So they could get away with yep. it without any repercussions. Yep, you're correct. Uh, I wanted to give you an update on the uh, the parks pass Do that. that will be for our vehicle registrations. Do that. I got a renewal uh, in the mail yesterday, and included with it was a postcard showing an elk in a pasture saying, Keep Colorado Wild. It said in, it says in 2023, get a $29 Keep Colorado Wild pass with your vehicle registration. Ah. Okay, but it, I mean, there is that. I mean, they're being transparent as far as that, but what they're not saying on it is that you will get it automatically and you will need to opt out as far as we all understand. Yeah, that's the way. way. No, I, yeah, I've read enough of the law to where, yes, it will be a, you click out of the opt-in, not the other way. It's not a click into the opt-in. So it's, you know, it's somewhat transparent, but not completely transparent in what they're telling you about the, uh, well, and you, know, you and I both know, Craig, they will raise money because there will be a certain amount of people that just automatically do it because they want one. Some will do it because they think they're saving money. Others will do it out of ignorance because they didn't bother to check anything or listen to what we're talking about here, and they'll just out of ignorance pay the $29. It'll get added in, and they'll never be the wiser. So all of that will happen, and, yes, they'll raise money out of this. Yep, it'll, it'll be increased revenue because there, there will be more people, like you say, probably unaware of it that will get it. Yep. As opposed to the people that would have had to have purchased it on an annual basis outside of the vehicle registration. Correct. And even the people that purchase it need to be really careful because even if you want it, Craig, you're going to have to be very specific on which vehicle do you want it on and then opt out of all the others because you're not going to want it on every vehicle. If you only take one vehicle to the park, that's the only one you need it on. Well, yeah, if you've got multiple vehicles and you're not paying attention, you're going to have... Correct. Uh, yeah, you could spend, depending on how many cars you have in your in your home, you could spend another 100 bucks a year, to, you know, potentially. Correct. So, yeah. Um, that's and and that, here, uh, for everybody listening, here's how they're pushing this also. Normally, a park pass is, what, like 80 bucks, Craig? So if you do it on your license plate, you're actually saving money. So for those that actually go out and buy one, yes, put it on your license plate, you'll save money. But you and I both know, Craig, most will not catch this, and it'll just be a revenue stream for them. Yeah, so the more we can repeat this as we yes. get closer to 2023, get more people aware of it, you know, whatever form of media you're on, yep. if people are on media, get the word out. Yep, you know, that's a fact. Uh, fact. You know, and I'll keep talking about it here, too, Craig, as you know. Good stuff. Well, that's all I have. Appreciate it. No, appreciate it, Craig. Very, very good. Thank you for that. I did not know they were doing that, so thank you very much. Don and Littleton, you're next. Hi, John. How are you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Good. Nice to talk with you today. Likewise. Hey, I had a question I needed your sure. expertise on. I was reading Bud Wells' column last weekend. He was testing a 23 uh, Toyota Camry hybrid. Yeah. And he mentioned that the in-city mileage was 44, and then he mentioned the highway mileage on this hybrid was 47. And that really struck me because I thought hybrids didn't do quite as well on the highway as they did in the city because the electric motor couldn't be used as much at highway speed. They don't. Typically, they're the other way around. 
Yeah, right. So how come the Camry gets better mileage on the highway than it does in the city? Well, and I love Bud Wells very well and know him personally. And, you know, every time I go to an event and he's there, we have conversation. And he, he is a super, super genuine, nice guy. He was, you know, friends with my grandfather uh, years ago, and, and they knew each other. So, you know, we kind of have some family history there. And only thing I can say is it's possible he's just got his figures flipped. I was going to go ahead wow. really quick and check online and just see. Did you look online to see what the you know what Toyota actually states? By the way, no, John, I did not. Um, and all he did is in their on their on their website. He just took what's on the website forty four and forty seven. That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what they show, which is unique because typically they're the other way around. Yeah, yeah, because I thought the hybrid worked so well in the city because the electric motor was used a lot to, to boost the car and accelerate Correct. it. And, and I will say this. I do know that on the newer hybrids with Toyota, they are using the battery to drive the vehicle more than they ever did, so it's very possible that because of that, and all the engine really is doing is, is you know kind of charging the battery and helping it you know, helping some of the forward momentum, but really at the end of the day, it's the majority of the battery doing the work. That could be why it's so high. That must be it. That's all I could think of was that that electric motor was working on highway speeds and uh, the gas engine wasn't doing much. And they've got the aerodynamics, as you can see from that car, they've got the aerodynamics on it working very, very well. So given the fact that you're not stop and go, you're you're not on and off the fuel, you're just, you know, you're just on the... And keep in mind, their highway miles are all done in a in a lab type testing you'd have to get out in the real world and see are you getting because typically i can do better than the 44 even around town don i can typically on that car get into the you know 45 46 mile to the gallon i highway for me i don't get out on the highway enough to do the highway testing and neither would bud so you just have to go off of whatever toyota's telling you yeah yeah fair enough well you know what my family has a honda hrv with a little tiny engine 1.8 liter and on a when we take a highway drive <clears throat> We can get right at 40 miles to a gallon. Nice. But that Camry's doing seven miles better, a bigger car and a bigger... Uh, They've got that, but, you know, here's the deal. That, the, the HRV's more of a box. That, that Camry is sleek. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. You know, they've got that thing low to the ground. They've got underbody, uh, you know, spoiler to keep the air movement around, you know, the way they're supposed to. And, you know, even, even if you look at that vehicle and what they're doing in front of the wheels and such, Don, I mean, they've got that thing working really well. I'm sure that thing, uh, partially due to NASCAR and some other things, that thing's been wind tunneled to death, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. And you've mentioned before a number of times that Toyota really has the hybrid technology. Dialed. They're the best. I mean, I, I will give credit where credit's due. They... Again, they were not necessarily the innovators of that, but they took uh, an idea that was out there, refined it, you know, did the Prius first off, and they were the first car like that. I mean, there were other cars prior, Honda and some others out there, but Toyota refined those and has put a wad. I mean, we all know they've put a wad of money into their hybrid technology, but, but Don, bar none, it's the best, period. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On a different topic, John, have you ever had a chance to try that uh, ceramic sealant for paint? I have not. No, I have not yet. No, I've my... studied it. I've looked at it. I, and here's what I know on the ceramic sealant on paint for everybody listening. 
there are huge, huge differences in the quality of. In fact, as I go to SEMA this next week, Don, which I'll be out there this week, uh, heading out Tuesday, that will be one of the big things that's there, I'm sure, because it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I guarantee you in the in the paint detailing section of that show, there'll be lots of that there. And what I will tell you that I've learned up to this point is that really comes down to the quality of the ceramic. Does it work? Yes, but it has to be the high-quality ceramic, and you're not doing that for twenty nine ninety nine. No, no. In fact, when I got interested in it, I went to the, the source of all knowledge, which is YouTube, and uh, they have a million videos on ceramic, and, and sometimes the, the applicators, if they're pros, they're even wearing respirators when they put this yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. No, if you're doing it the correct way, you're prepping the paint, you're not only clay barring it, but you're removing all contaminants because you're really putting a... A bonding sealant, think of it that way for everybody listening, that ceramic coating is a bonding sealant on top of the paint that literally uh, makes that you know makes that coating last on, depending upon how you use it. If it's parked indoors, climate controlled, probably 10 years. If you drive it daily, most of them are guaranteed for five on the high-end stuff that 3M and companies like that make. But, the, the, you know, the spray out of the bottle and you're going to do it while you wash the car, um, don't waste your time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing coming out of that. It has to be prepped, bonded, done correctly, applied correctly. And frankly, Don, I mean, I'm you know me, I'm pretty, pretty um, astute when it comes to all of these things. I don't know if I personally would even go through the application process because if you mess up, it's a bear to take care of. I think even me, I would pay somebody that has done this hundreds and hundreds of times over before I did it myself. Yeah, yeah, and and one good point is if you for some reason don't like it and want to go back opposite, it's real tough. Yes, to that's correct. Oh. That's correct. So again, I'm I you know do I like it? Yes. Would I do it myself? No. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I I've spent so many years with with wax. Uh, that, I'm comfortable with that. I Me know too. Me too. But you know what? If you're if you're if you've got a really nice car, you want to protect it as well as you can and drive it on a daily basis. Would I do ceramic coating? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't want to be involved, and that's and right, it, it would work. I think yes, I agree. I agree, Don. Very much so. Nice talking with you, you too. Don. Appreciate it, Don. And again, I'll give you guys some some feedback on SEMA when I'm back next Saturday as well. And I'm going out there, uh, to, like I say, Tuesday to Friday. So I'll be back in time for the show on Saturday, and I'll, I'll bring you back a report. Speaking of, really quick before we go to break. If any of you want me to look at something specifically, just send me a text message. I'll add it to the list of things I need to go look at. I'll do some questioning and possibly even do some interviews and things we can play later. Depends on how that. It's a very, very noisy place. So that's not always easy to do, but I'll do my best to see how I can make that happen as well. In the meantime, we'll be right back. we got one line open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. 
Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great part adaptive one breaks. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. John and Cheyenne, you are next. All right. Hey, John. How are you today? Good, sir. How are you? Uh, Pretty good. I got a couple of questions for you. First one is uh, your question of the day. Yes. The uh, Soviet T-80 is a knockoff of the M1 Abrams. Oh, okay. If you if you look at photos of them, you you would see the difference. Um, or so the Soviet not, which one? You know what I mean. The Soviet T80. T80. Okay. Yeah. Their their main battle tank was the 70 T72, and then the M1. Oh yeah, you're you right. Know, and that was kind yep. of. Yep. And then the M1 rolled out, and in Desert Storm, 
the M1 were just beat it to hell, and they came up with, you know, they started trying to steal some of the M1 ideas for the T80, but... Yeah, there's a side-by-side photo where, yeah, there's, to the naked eye, most people wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, the only difference really is probably, I don't know if they stole the engine design. No, ours is 1,520 horse, theirs is 1,250, and ours looks sleeker, of course. Yeah. And I don't know if you knew, but the M1 Abrams has a turbine diesel. Yes. So when it fires up, it sounds it sounds like a jet engine firing up. Yeah, I knew that. It. Yeah, yeah. I know. Who and knows? I have no. They're the, probably using a regular diesel engine, most likely. Yeah. One of the nicest things, if you had some T80s around, or T80s, some M1s around, when you were living in the field, if you went about twenty yards, twenty feet rather back from the and put up a clothesline and fired up that uh, engine you could try your uniform <laughs> good one one of the interesting things though is the US army paid a fortune in insurance claims to the in Germany when the M1 first came over the Germans when we were running down the roads doing maneuvers they weaving in and out of us they didn't realize, and they melted a whole bunch of paint off a whole bunch of no, sure. the temperature. Sure. And we had to pay a whole, it was a whole lot of claims. So after that, they kind of really monitored, you know, when we were moving them on roads right. and stuff to make sure that, you know, right. the locals didn't cut in and out. But they were always in a hurry. But um, question, 2023 Forerunner, the uh, SR5 model. Um, it came with the 17, 265, 70, 17-inch rims, mm-hmm. uh, tires, rather. How much higher can I go? Can I go to an 80? Probably could go to 285. You'd have to, just, you'd have to look at, you know, and again, that depends on the, this is something we don't talk about much here, it depends on the tire company and what they're doing with those measurements because not every one of those tires is equal. Some, you know, one person's, you know, one manufacturer's 285 is not the same as somebody else's 285. So go online, look at the charts, and just see what the differences are. No, no, I'm talking not the, the, the width aspect, the height. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go to 285s. 285s? I thought the first number was the width. No, the and middle number is the width. The middle number, so yeah, it would be. So they're two sixty-five, seventy. Two eighty-fives would be taller. The rim side, right? Two eighty-fives would be taller. Okay, all right. I thought eight. I thought the middle number was no two forty-five, two sixty-five, two eighty-five, three hundred five. That's the that's the height. That's the height. Okay. And then the width of the tire is the second number? Correct. The smaller okay. that I, number, I, the I wider the tire gets because it's the percentage of the footprint. Think of it this way. That 70 is the footprint is 70% of the height. Side, you know, okay. technically side wall, okay. you know, the size of the tire, 70% of that is, is um, sorry, I'm going to say that backwards, 30 30% of it would be in the width, 70% of it is in the height, is the way they do that. Okay, I didn't know that. So the, so the, so the smaller that second number is, the wider the tire is. So a 75 right. is skinnier wide. than a 70. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I, yeah. 
and I don't want wide. I just want no. You tall. want skinny. In fact, you might be able to go to a if you can find them like a two sixty five seventy five. I just don't know if that aspect is is even made. You'd have to check that. So you think a two sixty five seventy five would be a little bit would be taller? Be taller yes, taller? it would be taller because it's not as wide. Yeah, that. Right. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. So and a two eighty five um, is a full I, I step above I'm, what you are now. Right, and I'm guessing that uh, um, tire rack should be able to look point me in the right direction. Uh, yeah, or just brand. what I've always done in the past, John, is pick your favorite tire and then go to their website and look at the chart, the actual full measurement chart of how wide it is. I mean, not in the metric measurements, but what is the inch width, what's the inch height, and so on. That's what I've always done. It's the easiest way to do it. So go to, like, Cooper. And, yeah, and just go to whatever tire you like whatever. and go to the actual tire spec chart, not the application chart. All right, so then let's go to the next question because, you know, you remember what Harry Hogg said, tires win the race. Yes. <laughs> um, for, you know, the three miles of unimproved goat path with snow on it, what do you like the path? Well, you mean as far as for normal everyday driving? I'm a I I I run the Toyos. In fact, I run the Toyo mud terrains. But you know, it it teaches own. And really quick, I want to make sure I explain things correctly because I looked it up to to double check the the that second number is the aspect ratio ratio, which is what I was trying to say. So the first number is the width, but depending upon the aspect ratio, it changes what that first number is. So rule of thumb is just always think of that first number as being the height. Even though it is the entire width of the tire, it's not exactly how it turns out. So if you just remember that that first number does vary on the height of the tire. Okay. Best way for okay. me to explain. Because the way uh, that, that it works, sense. nobody can ever understand. Oh, okay, because, yeah, they make it that way on purpose. Yes, they do. But the rule of thumb is stand. that first number will, you know, the, t- the higher it is, the taller the tire will be. John, i got to run. Great questions. If you got another tire question, call back next hour. I can answer more. Jeff and Golden, hang tight. we got another call as well. Don't go anywhere, guys. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.